0: How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to the Beso Profundo Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I am Sam. And today is our much awaited arrival of uh, our episode all about Nickelodeon and Disney Channel stars.
1: <laughs> and their music.
0: Oh, right. And their music. Yeah. Um, so not all of them are going to be like starting on the Disney Channel. I was going over research and it was made very clear to me that so some of our topics like, you know, Miley Cyrus and Victoria Justice, but we also have the Jonas Brothers on there. And apparently the Jonas Brothers were a band before they were on the Disney Channel. So I guess I had just had to Put that out there before we started like and someone got to it and sh- shook their fist in the air at us <laughs> defiantly like they didn't start they were
1: came, they came before i didn't know that either i feel a little bit silly because i'm a big <laughs> GoPro fan
0: i know me too but like i just I was doing research and I asked Caitlin about it and she was like, they didn't start on the Disney Channel even though they had their own show. And I was like, oh Jesus, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of, you know, Nick and Disney, Sam, what were some of your favorite shows?
1: Uh, my favorite shows growing up? Oh, there were so, so many of them. I would say my favorite <laughs> of all time was SpongeBob. Oh my I, God,
0: that's so quotable.
1: I So quotable. I had like... <laughs> I think three or four Spongebob birthday parties when my parents like redid our house when I was like five or six, they like Mm -hmm. built my brother and I's room and they were like, naturally you can pick whatever color for the walls you want and it was like spongebob yellow and i i asked super them, neon literally it was like bright banana yellow and i asked them to draw or to paint rather spongebob's face on my ceiling oh my and God. my mom was like you're gonna hate that you're gonna open yeah. your eyes at like 3 a.m and spongebob staring at you yeah so i'm really glad yeah. that you talked me out of that one but
0: I, c- I can only imagine like you wake up in the middle of the night and he is your sleep paralysis demon <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah it's like a like what is that one what is that one um creepypasta like you know squidward suicide
1: oh just, yes that gave me a nightmare
0: oh my god yeah but it's just gonna be like spongebob you open your eyes you can't move and it's just him staring down at you
1: <laughs> literally i would have had nightmares every day
0: that's an actual nightmare but was yes. uh, so so spongebob is your top what about just like some other ones
1: the spongebob was my top i would say my second and also currently my favorite show of all time
0: mm-hmm.
1: is avatar the last airbender i'm currently, oh, i know currently sitting next to my plush oppa oh, because of to appa yeah, that's so cute wait, is, right is, wait let, me,
0: let me see him is he oh hey, he's Raiders. little okay
1: yeah listeners oh. i have a, a plush little Appa.
0: he yeah, little beats He's so He's cute. So little. I have seen some of the stuffed Appas that are like ginormous, like body pillow size. Like you can literally just like grab him and like he'll be like the size of you.
1: Oh, I want one so bad. I want the Appa Pillow Pet. Oh, wait, there's an Appa Pillow Pet. I think it's like not Pillow Pet official, oh, but it's
0: but it's like shaped like the Pillow Pet.
1: Right, like it has a like you can unfold it to be like oh. a pillow, but it's not like Pillow Pet brand.
0: Yes. But- okay, that makes sense.
1: So that's my oh, that's favorite so show ever. I know, right? I I, um, I love
0: I love ATLA. Um, what was your favorite bending style? Just so we can we can give some clarity.
1: I'm an earth bender. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah.
0: Toph was my favorite on this show. Me too.
1: Oh, you oh give gosh, me soccer vibes. What? Really? Oh uh-huh.
0: that's it's that's, that's so nice of you. Oh my gosh.
1: Toph <laughs> was my favorite character as well
0: oh my god it just reminds me of the uh the em- ember island players where they go to the like the what was it it was like a show about oh, they watch them the
1: play about them. yeah and
0: then sokka gives his actor like jokes to say on stage
1: i love <laughs> yeah, him and, and all the rest of the gang is like so pissed at their <laughs> the portrayal except, of them
0: except toff who's hers was a gigantic jacked man
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the best. Fantastic. Sorry, I, keep, I keep interrupting to talk about these shows. So.
1: Oh, no, it's totally fine. I, I am as well. Cool. Uh, some of my other favorite shows, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, of course. Me too. That,
0: that was That was my number one, actually.
1: No way. Yeah. That's Jimmy Neutron.
0: I loved it. I wanted to be Jimmy Dutron when I was a child. I also wanted to be a scientist, and that was partially inspired also by Dexter from Dexter's Lab.
1: Oh, such a good one!
0: But I had I had the Goddard toy, and I told you about this before. And I think I sent you a picture of it. Yes, I I saw it. It's so
1: cute. So I know. Cute. So
0: I would I would carry him around with me because uh, he was like a little remote control toy. You could like open his back up and like see inside. It was Aww. so fun. I had like the I had a Game Boy game, I had a GameCube game uh, of Jimmy Neutron. Ah, uh, Jimmy Neutron was was always my favorite. I even watched the um the sequel Planet Sheen.
1: Oh how was that? I never watched it. It was okay.
0: I mean it was it was fine. I I, I mean if you like Sheen, which I did, it's it's not as good as Jimmy Neutron, obviously, but mm. I just I still thought it was fun.
1: Yeah. Oh well that's good
0: yeah so jimmy detron's my number one just because like it it made little me very happy and i'm like <laughs> i want to do cool science experiments oh i wish i had a cool lab.
1: <laughs> i wish i had a goddard
0: yeah exactly just like a little a little creature to follow me around my little homunculus
1: oh i also him. loved uh danny phantom
0: he's a phantom i know all the words to the rap don't even come for me oh me too which
1: is a little embarrassing but
0: no not embarrassing what no way (laughs) that's that that show was so tight i i like good i i like danny phantom i liked i like sam i thought she was cool oh she was
1: my favorite character i wanted to be her
0: so bad i know i feel like sam was also one of people's goth girl awakenings to be like Mm -hmm. oh my god she's cool and tough and
1: i wanted to be a goth girl so bad so many of my favorite like cartoon characters growing up were like goth
0: and oh, i like God, i yeah. grew up like
1: the opposite of goth <laughs>
0: I know. Well, because it's like you look at like the goth girls and I'm like, Sam, you have like a tangled Corona sun, like you have flowers tattooed <laughs> on you. You're so not that vibe. Like, I feel I like know. when we did our when we did our Taylor Swift episode, I'm like, that is so in line with you that you're just like frolicking through a forest, not like shrouded by lightning and crows.
1: Yeah, I think I <laughs> liked the goth characters because I was like, oh, this they're so cool. Like, they're so they're different. They're not like me. I guess maybe in a way I wanted to be like that
0: mm-hmm. but I don't know kinda but like, I love um, Sam she's so badass also kind of like Jade from Victorious like she's right like the edgy bad girl like
1: whoa, and uh dead. Gwen from what's that show on Cartoon Network Total Drama Island oh yeah she was my yeah, favorite yeah. character as well she was also like the goth girl
0: I loved her also because she stuck it to some of like the other mean girls that I didn't like, like mm-hmm. Courtney and well, Courtney was okay. What's her name with like the black ponytail and like the halter top?
1: Oh, Do you know who I'm talking about? Um,
0: like, no one liked her.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't remember her name.
0: I don't think that was Courtney. I think Courtney was she had the brown hair and the green pants. Oh, but was that anyways. Heather? Oh, it's Heather. Yeah, it's Heather. Heather. It's Heather. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, that is just the weight off my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> so so because of Gwen, she like stuck it to uh, Courtney and Heather. Yeah. Which are also weirdly happened to be the names of people we know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that uh, is kind of interesting.
0: Oh, that's fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Danny Phantom and then one and of the topics of discussion today.
1: Yes, Drake and Josh. Drake such and Josh. That's a good one.
0: Ah, uh, Crazy Steve. Crazy Steve lives Crazy Steve. in 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 my dreams and nightmares. Some of mine. Uh, Jimmy Neutron was my number one. Invader Zim. Uh, mm. I was super stoked when the movie came out, like either last year or the year before. A movie yeah there's a there's a new movie yeah richard horvitz he reprised his role as zim and you know they did the they did a whole thing all all over again it was like where zim like i was like actually succeeding and like taking over the world and the um the incursion of the tallest came and it was like a whole thing it was really really fun um
1: Uh, no way i have to watch that i didn't even know that existed
0: (gasps) oh totally watch it i think it's on netflix but Oh, and then speaking of Invader Zim, I don't know why I just had like this this repressed memory. Probably because it should be. But th- <laughs> at my at my high school, we had these kids called flagpole kids. Did I ever explain this to you?
1: No. Is that like yeah? Is that well, like actually, color guard?
0: No, no. Take it's not color guard. Take a guess at what what being a flagpole kid means. It has a negative connotation.
1: Um, the kids who smoke weed out by the flagpole. <laughs>
0: They did do that, yeah. But no, the flagpole kids. It's I think it's distinctly like my high school is where it'd be the kids who are sort of like they don't exactly fit in with everyone. It'd be like they would be like scene kids and punk kids you know just a wherever you didn't fit there wasn't very okay. many of us but it'd always be like we would always gather around the uh, the flagpole so oh i see okay. but be- that reminds it reminded me of that because i distinctly remember someone from my high school having the hot topic gir sweater
1: <laughs> oh, my do you God. know what i mean where it had uh-huh. like the whole
0: full like the hoodie was his face and it had the gigantic oversized zipper mm-hmm. oh my gosh um rocket power was another one of mine rocket power
1: super cool
0: i remember yeah i remember playing the video game also on on my gamecube and that was super fun i think there was a few video games of of rocket power but i liked i forget his name but he had the red helmet with the tank top with a blue tank top he had like the roller skates oh sort of like sandy blonde not not auto not squid sam is it sam
1: no i thought sam was the blonde kid
0: i think yeah i think sam is squid
1: oh okay
0: yeah because because uh sam had the had the shark helmet but i don't remember i can't remember his name but i remember i remember he was my favorite not sam the the with the the, with the red helmet we Mm. will probably figure it out later but yeah i loved rocket power uh also ah real monsters
1: Mm mm-hmm That was a good one.
0: I think, I don't remember if it was like during our time or a little bit before, but I remember I would always like watch Nick and Nick at Night and that show would be on just because it was so freaky and creepy. I am very much make, I love the art style and I'm very much like of the make children's cartoons and movies scary again. Make them spooky. Right. these little kids out. It's fun. And I buy that I don't mean give them trauma like it's just make make it a little (laughs) take a little risks sort of like how you remember Beauty and the Beast. Mm Do you remember the scene where everything is on fire and Quasimodo lifts up? What's his name? uh count frollo where he lifts him up and throws him and he like holds on to the gargoyle and then the gargoyle like kind of comes to life and then it breaks off that wait in beauty and the beast no i'm sorry how much back at notre dame i'm an idiot no <laughs> no but also beauty like, and the wait beast. a minute what <laughs> i'm an idiot don't ignore me no 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 but also from beauty and the beast where they're fighting inside the castle and that dude gets crushed by the giant armoire and oh then, and yeah yeah how the beast and Gaston are like fighting on the roof. I don't know why all mm. all like these epic battles from these two movies they take place on the roofs of big buildings and then sometimes there's rain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do remember the hunchback scene though. That was pretty yeah. gruesome. You
0: know, it was honestly freaky. And then frollo's song where he's singing about esmeralda and how pretty she is and like the council of like the red out of wizards i don't even know they like rose up out of the shadows like flanking him that Mm -hmm. also freaked me out so i'm like and not everything has to be so nice and light make it spooky
1: snaps for that
0: i want more spooky (laughs) but i want another one that it was generally kind of scarring i guess that was also my favorite and it was before our time was ren and stimpy
1: Mm, I cannot in, agree with you on this one. <laughs> I know.
0: I know that's just me. Like, it was just some of it was gross. Just some of the arts, like the hyper realistic still images mm-hmm. from certain scenes. I remember there was also another one where <laughs> it's, it's a, it's, I don't remember what episode it's from, but I remember this scene where they're wearing like belts or something and then stimpy has a log clenched between his butt cheeks and ren has like (laughs) a saw attached onto a belt and he's like thrusting and to try to cut the log in half on stimpy's back and it's in the window no yeah exactly they're just like oh we need to chop the wood ren and he's like ah stimpy hold still and then they do that and then stimpy is like it was was like a whole thing and there was like but then there was other silly stuff like powdered toast man and then there was like the the giant horse guy there was a whole lot of it I liked it because of how freaky and weird it was Mm. Uh, I think that I think that ended in 96 and then we were born in 97 no I was born in 97 you were in 98 but it still it still would come on like I'd watch like all that and stuff like that so I'd still see it yeah but then we also put in, because I don't know, it just made me think, like, episodes that Little Us would like. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, baby Jonathan liked Franklin, Little Bear, and Bob the Builder.
1: Aww. and Little Sam liked Roly Poly Oly, Bear in the Big Blue House, that show slapped, and Bob the so Builder. so fun.
0: Have you seen the, the blooper from Bear in the Big Blue House? <laughs>
1: Yes. You know what I'm talking about? I love yeah. that video.
0: Just like get it yourself, you piece of shit. Oh, make you take a pop,
1: I literally love that video. I sent it to my mom. She was cracking up.
0: I love the moment where just like after the after them to leave, like bear just looks into the camera, like oh my god,
1: his eyes get wide.
0: <laughs> yeah, but so also uh, after we did that because we wanted to, we wanted to preface the episode with stuff about nickelodeon disney channel none of our favorites were the disney channel yeah oopsies (laughs) oopsie doopsie sorry disney channel (laughs) nick just had the funny silly ha-has but we did want to include some disney channel stuff that we liked so some good disney stuff is phineas and ferb that we will do an episode in the future on because they have yes! a lot of good music
1: i literally can't wait to do phineas and ferb episode yes so
0: i know uh, American Dragon, with you know American Dragon Jake Long, specifically hmm. the older style. Like I think the the Jonas Brothers actually did the intro of the updated version, like how they after they changed the style, so they did an intro for it.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Also, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody was one that I watched pretty really life on deck. Yes, yeah, Sweet Life on Deck was pretty good. It was a pretty good sequel.
0: Did they also did a. Um, a crossover episode with Miley Cyrus, I think, and then also That's So Raven.
1: Yeah, it was like, That's So Sweet Life of Hannah Montana or something like that. Yes! I don't know yes. how I know that. I never even watched the episode. You
0: like <laughs> recited it perfectly. That was like core memory <laughs> unlocked something.
1: Oh, yeah. I probably saw a lot of commercials for it, but...
0: Yeah, I always loved those crossover episodes, like how they did the fairly odd parents and Jimmy Neutron.
1: Oh, Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Yeah. Those were so
0: good. So fun. They were Although, so fun.
1: The fairly odd parents characters in the animation style of Jimmy Neutron, absolutely terrifying. Really scary. <laughs>
0: right, because they're 3D, so they had to take their weird cartoony proportions and like fill them out. And it was mm-hmm. so weird. It was so, so
1: weird. weird. But uh, such a
0: such a good crossover episode. I know. But, oh, then there was also the uh, Kim Possible with Kim Possible and Ron Stoppable. hmm And then I don't know why it just made me think of it, and I just thought I'd put it in. Also, the Sky High movie.
1: That was a good one.
0: Like Sky High, Luck of the Irish. I think there's another one where it's like it's called Like Mike, where this kid puts on these enchanted shoes and he can play like Michael Jordan.
1: Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. I don't even know if that was
0: Disney Channel. I just remembered it. So I was like, oh, might as well mention it. But for our first set of Disney Channel people, and it's funny because we actually we accidentally sorted these by <laughs> like Nickelodeon and Disney Channel, because the way the way that the episode is gonna is going to go, we sort of had the people and the stars. Like, how did their careers start? What are their music? What did they do during the show? And what are they doing now? That's kind of generally how we wanted to outline it. But when we were putting it together, we were like, oh, these people should go together. And oh, this can flow nicely into this. And by the time we had it at the end, it's just... We had the Nickelodeon people on one side and the Disney Channel people on the other. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right.
1: they're like battling it out this entire episode. <laughs>
0: I know Nick versus Disney Channel, who's who's gonna win? You well,
1: decide. I already know what team we're on. We're a little bit biased, but I
0: know we are. Well plus yeah. like because they had the music and they were like pushing the, the the stars like for their own music, it just sort of happened that way. But we were more Cartoon Network Nickelodeon kids.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do. I did like some aspects of Disney Channel and I love like Disney movies. We're also going to do a separate episode about Disney movies and the music. But I don't know, for some reason, I just gravitated more towards Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon and the shows that they had.
0: Right. Uh. Like, I mean, you, you know, Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon, they were more silly, funny. Whereas I feel like if you were a Disney Channel kid, you were sort of like. You know that you know like the like the teen dramas, and I feel like that was a precursor to that. Like if you watch Disney Channel before, you're probably watching Bridgerton and like crime shows right now, where you yeah, know, so whoever gets murdered and this person's dating this person's boyfriend, like it's so it's so involved. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I just want to laugh and I just want to have a fun time, <laughs> and I want and I want to watch I want to watch Billy turn into a little chocolate sailor and then eat himself. I don't know. Yeah. do you remember that episode
1: i don't
0: yeah it was an episode at uh grim adventures of billy and mandy where billy sends away for these special chocolates and he eats so many of them that he turns into a chocolate person and then he has to go on the boat and the little chocolate sailor guy gives him the option he's like billy you can either eat this one this one or antidote so he eats all (laughs) of the chocolates at once and then he blows up
1: (gasps) that show was also pretty creepy at times
0: just super cracked out and i loved it but like yeah with disney channel there's like a love triangle between troy bolton and sharpay and gabriella and who's who and and i'm like oh my god this just feels like real housewives what's going on i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> i'm
1: like i i just want to be like patrick i know
0: i just want to i want to see him go to rock bottom and he can't, spongebob can't catch his
1: bus and keeps leaving. (laughs) Oh, that episode I will never watch again. That shit gave me nightmares as a child. (laughs) I think I've watched Rock Bottom like three times. It's so funny. It's so funny.
0: Like the like how you have to do like the language
1: oh yeah I don't <laughs> know
0: <laughs> oh my god I feel like we could also do an episode on the Spongebob music do you know what I mean oh, we could. where it's Absolutely. like ripped pants and goofy goober rock and you know what I mean
1: oh my gosh yeah the campfire song we Can't got them song, all
0: song. that's on our list oh it is it is on our list oh shit didn't even Hell remember yeah Hell yeah. But okay, enough enough delaying because we're already like 20 minutes into this. So our, <laughs> our first topics of the episode are Victorious. The stars of yeah. Victorious. Mainly, mainly the girls, because they were they were pushed super hard as far as the music went. So there's Victoria Justice, Ariana Grande, who we are all very familiar with, Sam. <laughs> and Liz Gillies. Uh, so I'll start us off on Victoria because I know that you want to get into Ariana.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: Victoria Justice, the star of Victorious. Uh she started as a guest on Gilmore Girls in 2003. She rose to fame playing Lola Martinez on Zoey 101 from 2005 to 2008 and the lead as Tori Vega on Victorious from 2010 to 2013. She has a lot of, of music out there. So, mm. I mean, most of it is from the show. Like, she has several songs and soundtracks for the for her shows, including Victorious uh, and the 2009 Nickelodeon musical spectacular. But she has stuff of her own. Like, her debut single Gold was released in 2013. She did take a hiatus from music for about seven years, but she she did make her comeback with the track "Treat Myself," which was released in December 2020. She doesn't have any albums like of her own. But she has six singles and an EP, so she's still she's still doing music. Yeah, I think she just she just turned thirty this year in February, which oh my god, it's just the passage of time. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping
1: into the future. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so but <laughs> uh, coinciding with her thirtieth birthday, she released her single "Last Man Standing," which in the future she's gonna have a. A debut studio album. So it'll be the first album that is officially hers that's outside of her Victorious content. Nice. Yeah. But some of the stuff that, that she does, whenever I think of Victorious, distinctly is the song Freak the Freak Out
1: oh such a good
0: one do you, you remember that one where she's like mm-hmm. so she's in she goes i don't remember the exact reason for it but she goes up on stage and she has a disguise like she's wearing like fake hair a beanie she has like a fake nose piece like big buck teeth and glasses and mm-hmm. as she's doing the song she's like taking it off piece by piece until she's like just herself and she's like dancing on stage ariana and liz are dancing off to the side as kat and, and jade
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's such a good song i was listen to that now like i I still like it
1: oh me too that that whole soundtrack is so fun to sing along to and victoria justice has a fantastic voice i mean literally the entire cast has fantastic voices but
0: because they go to a musical school
1: that's true that's true hollywood arts
0: hollywood i totally didn't remember the name of the school that Mm -hmm. they went to Mm -hmm. hollywood arts like where they all had their own decorated lockers and everything Yes. Yes. What was the name of the teacher? Like, you remember, like the kooky, like arts teacher? He was like bald, and he was always psychowitz. Those... Psychowitz. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Why do I remember this stuff so well, and I don't remember I what know. I ate for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs>
0: that, that, that's that's okay because these things are important, and they're just locked in true. your brain. Do you remember the yeah. episode where Psychowitz drank the expired coconut milk, and that's how uh, Victoria Justice's sister got in because she's actually terrible.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: We. I watched these shows. I don't care if I was a little boy and people said bad things at me. I, I watch Victorious. That's a good, it's fun. It like was music. funny. It was so funny. It was so funny. But the other two people in the scene with Victoria and Freak the Freak Out were Ariana and Liv Gilly. So Sam, take it away with Ariana.
1: Ariana. It's funny because I was thinking about in that episode, the Freak the Freak Out episode, Earlier in the episode, I think what prompted them to get Tori to sing was that Mm -hmm. Liz and Ari's characters, Kat and Jade, sang Give It Up. Which which I thought,
0: ah, and then, Yes. yes, it's so good. And I, I listening to it, I don't, I remember it being like, what does this sound, what does this song sound like? And it sounds like exactly, it sounds like an offshoot of Lady Marmalade.
1: Yes. And it's so good. Ari and Liz together, their voices are fantastic. I just, oh my God, I love that song. It's so hard to sing. Actually, a few years ago, during the Sweetener World Tour, I think it was in LA, Ariana brought Liz on stage and no. they performed. give it up. Uh-huh. That's I so cool. Um, I should have linked it, but uh, yes. But Ariana Grande, I'm sure most of you know about her. I'm literally obsessed with her. I've seen her twice in concert. She's the most person, <laughs> most amazing person I've ever seen live.
0: Yeah, Sam was itching to get to Ariana. She's like, all right, no one cares about Victoria Justice. It's Ariana now. <laughs> not actually but like
1: yeah but the vibe is there but um i think she is literally one of the best vocalists of our generation i will die on this hill
0: she has such a powerful voice like she can hit like high highs it's nuts
1: her range is crazy her belting is crazy The runs that she does is crazy. Her music is just so fun, so fun to sing to. She -hmm. has six albums and one live album from the Sweetener World Tour. She has 68,051,536 monthly listeners on Spotify as of the recording of this episode. Yes. Well, at some point, I think she was in the top 10 for like worldwide on Spotify, Don't know if that has changed since. I would not
0: be surprised.
1: She has 611 nominations and 225 award wins. That's
0: that's absolutely nuts.
1: Right? And this includes 14 Grammy Award nominations, two of which she won for Album of the Year and Best Pop Duo for Sweetener and Rain On Me with Lady Gaga. She has done four tours three of them worldwide tours she's just
0: she is going off she she has so much content she does so much and Mm -hmm. like there's just there's just so there's so much to her like she she is such a big artist that like we if we want to continue with the other talent we can't include all of ariana's stuff we just can't go that literally
1: deep she's collabed with a lot of other popular artists like the weekend lady gaga doja cat and mac miller who she also dated for a while
0: she also dated pete davidson yeah yeah she was engaged to him for a little while and then
1: yeah and then she wrote thank you next <laughs>
0: right i thought it was so funny because like i think i think it was just her being petty but she's like they asked her about pete davidson and she's like oh pete davidson who like i don't know who you're talking about so I'm like ah. So her character of as Cat, well, how would you describe Cat?
1: Cat, I would describe as very silly, a little bit kooky.
0: Yeah. She was the character that was, you know, she always had her head up in the clouds, and she was like very silly, and she mm-hmm. would do like weird things. She had a little, a little bit of a budding romance with on, was it Andre? Was, was it? With, no, no, not Andre. Um, with Robbie. With, Robbie with the glasses, yeah, yes. and the puppet, yeah, and the and the weird puppet.
1: Yeah, that puppet was awfully creepy. Never loved the puppet. No, me neither. Not
0: puppets. Like, I could be fine around, like, a bunch of dummies. One of my fears is I don't like mannequins with faces.
1: Oh, yes, that's fair. That's fair.
0: So I don't know why, but, like, him doing the puppet in every episode, I was just like... <laughs> weird
1: yeah i wasn't a big fan of rex either
0: no 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 so ariana very iconic character as cat wasn't there a thing with like her her hair and like her hair dye
1: yeah so they i believe in the beginning of victorious they manually dyed her hair red right and it was it's obviously such a bright color that like the minute red, you're natural, red 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 like the minute your natural hair grows in they have to cover that shit. so i believe i read that she literally would go get a dye job like every two weeks oh my god which, and her natural hair was like dark brown and curly and it was straight for a lot of the episodes of victoria so they were like bleaching dying and straightening her hair with heat products like every single day so and- her hair
0: was like the consistency of hay
1: exactly and it fucked up her hair so bad that that's why she did like the half up half down ponytail for so many years because her her hair was like yeah it was she literally was like i'm trying to grow up my hair because like i can't do shit with this it's completely dead and then i think in the end of the series in like the last season or so they let her wear a wig
0: <laughs> oh god i don't know why the the do you remember the thing from lord of the rings where elijah's doing like the remote interview and what's his name that plays pippin he's like do you wear vigs when do you wear vigs you know what i'm talking <laughs> oh, about
1: yes yeah uh-huh.
0: <laughs> oh my god uh, thank god they let her wear wigs because if you dye your hair that often you have to cover it up you have to straighten it mm-hmm. oh my god it probably took her such a long time to recover
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's why she had like that iconic haircut for so long or a mm-hmm. hairstyle i should say
0: right it's like either that or, or shave it off and obviously yeah. she's not going to do that but Oh, But
1: something that I thought was super interesting, and I didn't know this until a few years ago, is that Ariana and Liz Gillies were actually friends before Victorious. Oh, they were? They were, because they both worked on Broadway together in the musical 13, which was on Broadway in like 2008. I never saw it. I never saw it either, but now that I know, I listen to the soundtrack and stuff. But yeah, I think they shared a dressing room, and they were like BFFs. And I can't remember exactly how... I think what happened was they performed in 13 and there was some casting producer from Nickelodeon that saw Mm. both of them in the show and asked them to audition for Victorious. I believe that's how it happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, And then they both got cast and they're like still best friends to this day. It's so cute.
0: Yeah. Like, I think I saw something from Liz's Instagram a couple of years ago where her and ariana reunited after a long time and they basically like did like a little vacation together and the last you know how you can on instagram you can do like multiple pictures you know swipe to the left Mm -hmm. and see everything yeah one of them was them two singing together just like in the living room of like wherever they were staying so it was like really like oh they came back together yeah yeah oh my god so cute they also did i think it was so It was mostly ariana but in 2013 it was an ep called christmas kisses and there was four tracks on them one of them was santa baby that ari and liz sing together oh that's so cute so i just think that i just think that's so fun that they do stuff together but yeah speaking of liz good good transition good segue liz played jade in because we kind of mentioned earlier she played jade she was sort of like the bad girl you know uh, of the show like uh, sort of like the not antagonist i guess more antithesis to victoria justice's character Mm -hmm. because you know they were sort of like at odds in at times like for jade's boyfriend what was his name
1: um beck
0: beck yes there we go beck the hot guy Mm-hmm. Token, token hot guy, but you know, about, like regarding Liz's character, she really liked Jade like a lot. Like she, she was even she's in quoting said, "It's wonderful. I love I love playing Jade. I always say she's not so much the mean girl, but the bad girl in so many ways. She has a lot of human qualities to her. She's not just completely sociopathic. She's sweet with her boyfriend. It's nice to play a character with some depth." Mm. I like that she likes playing her character because she feels more human, you know, like she's not just like, what's her name from Camp Rock, the, the blonde girl that doesn't like Demi because her mom's the cook.
1: Oh. Do you know what
0: I'm talking about?
1: Like she Yeah. I don't remember her name.
0: I mean she was granted she was a very tragic character and she was neglected by her parents and so she kinda compensated. I watched the movie. I watched the movie for this episode, so oh. I Yeah, I had I went back and I'm like Ah, oh, this is so. I'm like, because I, I I watched some clips of it. I watched a video of Camp Rock cringe, and I was like, you know what? So I just I watched.
1: That was it. so funny. I know, I know.
0: Oh my god! So I was like, you know what? So I just like. I think it was like two nights ago. I just stayed up super late because I didn't have work, and I watched Camp Rock. <laughs> but so the Mean Girl. It did turn out that she had some depth, but everyone was just like, oh, I don't like you. Blah. Kind of like uh, Courtney from Total Drama. Mm. No, not Courtney. Heather, like Heather. Everyone was just like, blah, she sucks. Yeah. Jade was very interesting. But speaking of Liz, she made her Broadway debut at age 15. We already talked about in the musical 13, playing the character of Lucy. As Jade in her edgy, goth, tough alter ego, she performed on the show the songs take a hint with Victoria Justice. She had her own single song, "You Don't Know Me," and then, uh, like we already talked about, "Give It Up" with Ariana. Outside, outside of her time on on Victorious, because you know Jade was so iconic and everyone loves her. I, I still think she's cool. Another one of another one of the. The, the tough golf girls. But mm-hmm. she has uh, 29,840 monthly listeners on Spotify. She only has one official album, which I totally didn't see it going in the direction that it did. Is it's called Songs From Home that she recorded in the pandemic with Seth MacFarlane. Like, you know- Seth
1: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. The voice of
0: Peter Griffin, Stewie, Stan from American Dad. And, and Seth MacFarlane, have you listened to any of his music? No. So it came through in Family Guy when he sang as Brian and Stewie. Like, you know, they would have musical episodes like Road to Rhode Island, which I still love. I will watch that endlessly. But then there was also stuff that they did with Frank Sinatra Jr. and. Seth would sing as Brian, and obviously that's just his voice. So his style of singing is sort of like the big band swing style. He has Mm. a Christmas album out that is just fantastic. My favorite song off of that album is Marshmallow World. Oh, he is such a great singer. And I I love that style. And songs from home that he did with Liz Gillies is that same is that same style. It's the big band swing with conversational elements like it. So it has like the male and the female part, which reminded me of the song Santa Baby, which, you know, like I said, she did with Ariana. And then Mm -hmm. there's also a song by ella fitzgerald and Louis armstrong called let's call the whole thing off which i'd recommend i really like that style of music personally
1: yeah me too yeah
0: like i have <laughs> i have a, a playlist on spotify that is just literally all that it's it's swing and big band where it has like bobby darren frank sinatra dean martin ella fitzgerald lewis armstrong stuff like that like i just i personally love it mine's called in full swing like uh,
1: oh that's a cute
0: yeah i always liked i always like doing like puns and like silly stuff for some of my playlists Mm. sort of like that and so it their two styles coming together it was so good it was so good it kind of reminds me of the who is that that you know the you know the lady gaga album that she does oh with, with tony bennett with tony bennett exactly mm-hmm. which is also fantastic um so it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 sort of like that where uh, it's and her voice is is so good and it's perfectly suited for it listen to the whole album i did it's great
1: i will i will listen to the whole thing you know i think now that i'm remembering i believe a few years ago seth mcfarland did a carpool karaoke episode with ariana she did yeah they sang it was for like you know how carpool karaoke was for like james corden's show they did one for apple and it was him and ariana and they sang suddenly seymour from little shop of horrors and it was so good he can also sing broadway he's uh So good. And obviously Ariana is fantastic, so the two of them together. I'm very excited to listen to him and Liz singing together. I think it's gonna be wonderful.
0: It is really good. But aside from aside from that album that she did, uh most all of her singles are from that. Like they started out as singles and then were compiled on to the Songs From Home album. But she does have a single called uh, More Than Me from her CW series Dynasty, where she played Fallon Carrington for five seasons.
1: Mm, I've never seen that show, but it had good reviews. I
0: haven't either. That's not one that I watched for the episode. I did did watch a couple of things, but Dynasty was not one of them. But Mm. yeah, people had some really good things to say about it. So possibly in the future, we will watch it. Like, you know, yeah. Because Liz Gillies is a great actor. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, she's not just, she wasn't just limited to Victorious. Like she did other things. Like, you know, she continues to pursue roles on television, such as Denal from the Orville and uh, Ruby and Spread, which it's, it hasn't come out yet, apparently. Spread hasn't come out. It's, it's, it's TBA. But that is it for the, uh, the Victorious cast, other than I put in uh, Andre for the, his his actor uh from victoria's also went on to be successful in the music industry and he's worked on grammy winning uh and nominated songs so- yes leon
1: thomas iii he is so good oh my gosh i could do an entire episode just on him
0: <laughs> oh do you, do you know about him too Hmm. so he wasn't one that i focused on just because he wasn't like a singer singer but i mean if he has some like good stuff out like do, do you have any plugs for it
1: um i don't know too much of his stuff but The production work that he does is just so cool. And yep, he we'll he's posted up. a few TikToks as well, singing some Victoria's songs, which is really cute. Oh,
0: that's awesome! Because you know yeah. that, that, that's where people know him from, so it's like yeah. it's, it's nice for him to like t- touch on that. And uh, speaking of actors that like go back to you know some of like their more popular things, like touch base with it and just revisit it. We're heading into Miranda Cosgrove and Drake Bell. Starting off with mm-hmm. Drake Bell because Drake Bell had a little bit of an earlier career that followed through with miranda and then miranda took off with iCarly. so drake bell did you ever watch like all that and obviously the amanda show like we went off about the amanda show
1: yes i didn't watch all that too much but i was a huge amanda show fan and that's where drake started right him and josh peck
0: yeah they they were they were both recurring characters on the Amanda show. And (laughs) it just makes me think of like, you remember like the dancing lobsters Mm -hmm. and the uh, like amandaplease.com hmm it was up for like such a long time and i think it only got taken down a, a few years ago but I, I think someone like recreated it i love the manaplease.com
1: drake's bell's characters he had quite a few characters in the amanda show that i thought were really funny he had they had the it's time for a hillbilly moment oh like, you yeah <laughs> where they
0: like where they like should they like hit each other with stuff and just like be doofy they hit like each other
1: out, in the head with a fish
0: with a fish <laughs> yeah where they like color out a couple of his teeth and stuff like that
1: yeah <laughs>
0: Yes. there was also the uh there's also the video store one like remember where they'd be like the weird foreign family oh, yes. with like the knockoff
1: uh-huh oh my gosh that one and then drake was also is it kyle he played like, totally some, kyle like, Penfield. totally Penfield. kyle that's yeah it oh my god <laughs> oh uh, i loved that show oh
0: i just i just remember like i will whack you with my sword of light ouch so dumb oh my god i loved it just uh that's probably why our humor is broken agreed (laughs) i'm okay with it oh no i'm totally fine with it i'm totally fine with it so he started alongside josh peck but his his first appearance on tv was at age five where he was on tim allen's home improvement that was a good show that was a good show i loved home improvement what was his name uh the guy who always was like looking over the fence like the nosy neighbor I forget his name.
1: Oh, I don't remember. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, they never showed his face, right? Or did they just never. showed like, his hat or something.
0: Yeah, he'd be wearing the bucket hat. He'd be like peeking over the fence, like giving Tim Allen's character advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Allen also has a show. I don't even remember what it's called. I don't know. It's like where he like runs some giant sports store or whatever, like a B- Bass Pro Shops. And his character from Home Improvement appeared on that show. I just I no thought, way yeah exactly he like reprises and it was funny because they like basically edited it so that he was in the shots with himself like he was talking to his character it just a little sidebar that i thought was interesting that's fun but yeah so he was on home improvement uh throughout the 90s he had a number of film and tv roles like uh jerry maguire and seinfeld and he also did some tv commercials too hmm. Yeah. But uh, shortly after the, the series ended, you know, on, on the Amanda show, uh, Drake and Josh landed the lead roles in the show named after them, which they played, if you don't know already. And if you don't, how dare you?
1: Right. Uh, exactly.
0: The, the step siblings who are complete opposites. Drake was the cool guy. He played guitar and he got all the ladies. He and was hot. <laughs> and then there was Josh and he was grumpy and nerdy and he liked playing video games. But then yeah. Josh Josh eventually got hot too. So it was like Yeah whoa. he did. Yeah, so it's like it's And then
1: it became closer and it's oh, oh, yeah.
0: hilarious. Oh, it's so good. I just always remember the Okama game sphere forever.
1: Mm-hmm. It's spherical. It's spherical. spherical. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and he performed the the show's opening theme song, I Found a Way.
1: If you open,
0: open up, up your, your mind, see, see what's inside. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's on I, that's on one of my playlists. I call it Head Empty, No Brain, where it's just like <laughs> random doofy songs that I like and that'll just pop up every now and again.
1: I love when we sing on the pod and there's like <laughs> <laughs> the lagginess
0: between I the know us. I know like one of us will start and then like just, like just now like you started singing and I tried to be like alright like I don't want to be super off so like I've had I think I edited one of them in post where I'm like we're like trying to sync up with each other <laughs> 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 so yeah like d- disclaimer if our singing ever sounds disjointed like I think it also happened in the sea that's because episode. it is that's it <laughs> it super. Did, is. Yeah. like there's like a slight delay for us so we're never like belting together which is why eventually I would love to record together like so that we yes. can be in the same space so we can actually be on time with each other mm-hmm. oh that would be
1: so fun one day one, one day it will happen. It's,
0: it's a dream it is a dream mm-hmm. a dream is a wish your heart makes as they say which we'll cover in our Disney episodes
1: <laughs> hell yeah Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> but now back to Nickelodeon. Back to Nickelodeon. Uh, after Nick Drake & Josh ended in 2007, and I know some of the kids that are now it, uh, graduating college and high school were born after that, which makes me want to throw up and scream. Oh. Oh, oh! We're just we're aging rapidly. We look down at our hands, <laughs> and they're just like we have liver spots, and then we turn into dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, leads like Drake Bell and Josh Peck left the network, while others scooped up new roles. From Megan's actress Miranda Cosgrove and Crazy Steve's actor Jerry trainer the two joined forces in Nickelodeon's next hit show, iCarly. Sam, take it away.
1: iCarly. So iCarly is a show. If you're not familiar again how dare you
0: how dare you right the audacity of you
1: (laughs) so miranda cosgrove plays uh, carly shay and jerry trainer plays her wacky older brother spencer spencer shay and her and her two best friends they make a web show called iCarly, and this was like during the time where the internet was like becoming in full force. So the concept of the show and the fact that they took real clips from the internet from like viewers and put them in the show. I remember when my mom like read about the concept and she told me the concept of the TV show. I was like, oh my God, I could send in a video of me singing and they'll put it on iCarly.com. But it was a really great show, honestly. And Miranda has quite a few singles and a, a few out, or one album rather
0: because she because she 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 also did the the intro song for iCarly too
1: she did she did do that and she's currently in the new iCarly on Paramount Plus which I'll talk a little bit about later but she they're using the same theme song from oh, the, the, old th- iCarly. the same one uh-huh the oh same that's exact one. so fun it's really cute but Nickelodeon really tried to push Miranda to you know, be in the music spotlight. And she currently has 563,133 monthly listeners on Spotify. I was actually obsessed with her music. Really? I, See, I, didn't, I didn't listen to any of it. Like, I remember seeing, I remember
0: seeing it like on commercials or whatever, like in between the shows that cause, cause you know, like they, they were pushing it like so hard because you know, mm-hmm. they're trying to, they, they found success with like other TV shows, like obviously like Victorious and you know, selena gomez like they're 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 like cranking out and obviously hannah montana so they're like trying to capitalize on that so they were like pushing miranda really hard but they were i i did not listen to her music i'm so sorry
1: oh i love oh no it's okay i loved it i i think a few of her singles were some of the first singles or songs in general that i put on my ipad not my mm. ipad my ipod <laughs> ipod my teeny my teeny tiny ipod that didn't Was it the nano right no it was like my first ipod was i can't remember it might have been the first generation ipod it was like it didn't have a camera so you couldn't take pictures kids it didn't have internet. It. I didn't have Instagram. Our, 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 phones, like...
0: our phones and music devices were two separate devices.
1: Yeah, I had to bring my flip phone and my iPod to school. What a time.
0: I know. Uh, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I just I remember this. OK, this is how old this is how old I am. Uh, when I was a kid, I remember like roller skating down the street with my grandmother. I was probably like single digits or whatever. But I had a CD player that I would clip that you could clip onto like your belt or something like that like you know you had to like you know press down on it and then it would open up you put a CD oh
1: like a Walkman
0: no no not not the Walkman is the um it has the tapes like you know you would put oh okay So it was like that
1: concept but like older or maybe maybe yeah
0: yeah maybe a Walkman is just a brand like I don't know but yeah so it was like a CD player that you clip onto your belt and um, since it was attached to your belt, like obviously like you move. So every time I would like take a few steps, it would skip because it's, it's relying on the CD. So it just, I remember it, it scratched the shit out of like two of my CDs. And I'm like, I can't bring this with me anymore. It's ruining my stuff. I just want to listen to Jess McCartney <laughs> on CD. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Those were so fun. I really liked those. Me too. I I think my brother also had one. We also had a regular Walkman with the tapes and stuff
0: i do too i'm not even gonna lie I got, I got i got back into it not like i haven't listened to it recently because the the audio jack got a little messed up so i'm like oh it's mm. only it's only playing out of one ear and i don't i don't know why that makes me so frustrated and i'm like oh so until i get a new one i can't listen to my tapes
1: god damn it i know That's it's so not, upsetting
0: but what else can you tell me about miranda like what is she what, what is she doing what is she up to
1: Well, her last music release was the single Dancing Crazy in 2010. So she hasn't been doing a lot of music stuff. She has one album called Sparks Fly and the Sparks Deluxe album, plus Ooh. five singles. She has 47 nominations and 11 wins, including nice. two Kids' Choice Awards, one for iCarly, one for Despicable Me 2, and a Teen Choice Award. But like I said earlier, she's currently reprising her role as Carly Shay in the Paramount Plus original series, iCarly, and they're using the same theme song, which is so fun. I've been keeping up with it because... Oh, you have. I have i didn't watch most of season two Mm -hmm. but then spoiler alert i heard that curly and freddie were like having a little fling and then i was like well now i have to watch it yeah exactly
0: like your ship was confirmed like what
1: yeah, and I was like, What the heck? But the show's very cute. Um, I don't think it's as funny as the old one.
0: Right. Well, and plus, you know, they're 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 doing on new take on it. Like it's like more adult and more right. serious stuff that they, they couldn't because it was a kid's kids network. So I just think it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, there
0: was also that iconic shot like I think it was from Drake and Josh like you know how Megan is like at her computer and she has a drink and she's like, hmm, like she's like looking at her computer. They recreate that shot in the, uh, the 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 iCarly continuation like they have like adult Miranda Cosgrove like doing that like, same mm-hmm. shot. And a fun fact that I thought that kind of ties Drake Bell and Miranda Cosgrove together other than the fact that they were on a show together. Um, mm-hmm. Drake appeared on iCarly. like in the show as a, it was, it was from season three, episode 15. I bloop because all the shows were titled I something. Cause it's I Carly blah, blah, blah. Uh He comes into frame. I guess they didn't know that he was coming in. Like one of the producers basically like, were like, you should go on. And he was like, okay. So he comes in and like, you can kind of see that they're a little bit startled to see them. They're like, Oh my, I'd like to see him. They were like, Oh my God. And you know, he comes in, takes a bite of the watermelon that's on the table. And he's like, Oh, Hey Megan. Uh, where's josh like have you seen him and then he looks around like wait where are we wait where's mom (laughs) and dad and it was it was really funny like oh i love that episode i wanted uh i wanted spencer to come on and him be like freak out because crazy steve is there
1: (laughs) oh that would have been so good i know i know that would have been so good
0: i was still really happy that they had that in there I like that they continued the show, and like
1: me too.
0: You get you get more content that way. You get to you get to check out some of your favorite characters, see what they're see what they're doing. It's like a it's like a time skip in anime.
1: Yeah, it's so fun and like seeing them in their adult lives, and they're still doing the show. And unfortunately, Sam's character isn't in it anymore. But check um, out her book new- though. Oh yes, yes.
0: What is it called? So good. I should know. I'm this. glad Did my that mom died. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, I I, I worked at a Barnes and Noble, and I remember we could not keep that book in the store. Like we had to keep ordering it. Like we would have a stack of it at customer services, and people would just come, just swipe one, boop boop boop, after another. And we had to do that like three times because it was like so crazy. And obviously with a title like that, you're like, oh my God, why are you glad? And then you read it and you're like, oh no.
1: Yeah, I haven't read it yet, but it's actually up on my bookshelf behind me. Oh, so nice. I yeah. have it on my TBR.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, like I listened to, because like I didn't want to, I didn't want to buy the whole book, but I listened to some clips from it and her talking about the book. Wow. Uh, She even talks about her time in the limelight of Nickelodeon. And I feel like we have to, we're obligated to mention Dan Schneider in the Mm. episode. Yeah, like because some of the shots from the shows, you can see where his influence was. Because Dan Schneider famously is known to like feet. Mm -hmm. If you don't, if you didn't know that. I'm sorry. Now you, do. you know. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that clip from Atlantis where he's like, I'm going to tell you. She told me. I didn't want to know, but she did. Now I'm telling you. You don't want to know. But I, <laughs> uh, but I, but I, I told you. So now you know Dan Schneider likes feet. And go back and yeah. watch like old Nickelodeon shows from that era and the shots, and you'll be like, oh no.
1: <laughs> yeah. But in case you're curious, I believe Nickelodeon did drop him. So he no longer works for Nickelodeon or produces any of their shows. So that's good because he's creepy.
0: Oh, yeah. So unfortunate for the times. And obviously, it was like more innocent watching it. You'd be like, haha, this is silly. But like now that you have this eldritch forbidden knowledge, you go back and watch the show and you're like, oh, my god, Dan Schneider is a producer on the show.
1: It's like, oh. (laughs) And his shows were so funny. They were so so good. They're so funny. I don't even want to say that he was a good writer because I literally hate him. but
0: the shows were funny shows were so good i know
1: but yeah that's what we have for some nickelodeon stars oh yeah now we're moving into the realms of the disney channel disney channel
0: uh, yeah just picture that we're doing like the mickey mouse like we're just standing <laughs> hi i'm jonathan and this is sam and we're brought to you right by the disney channel and we like trace the big mickey ears with like the green baton
1: <laughs> yes, <he's there. laughs> oh my Listeners, god i'm doing it with my marker
0: <laughs> i've i always wanted to do that
1: hi i'm sam and i'm on the show baso profundo and, and you're watching, watching the disney, disney channel, channel. <laughs> Yeah, that's our Disney intro. That's our that's our little yeah. cutaway. Oh my god! We'll do that for the Disney episode. We'll do that.
0: Why don't we do that? Yeah, I love that. So Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. She, I really liked her shows. I really like her now. She's she's so pretty.
1: Oh, me too.
0: I know. Um, but so she began her acting career on Barney's Friends, and uh, she played Gianna. Is that it? Mm-hmm. In 2002, uh, she learned everything from Barney regarding TV, blocking, camera work, etc. Apparently the producers eventually released her from the role because she aged out of it. She was too old
1: because,
0: mm. you know, Barney's for little kids. Like, you know, Barney teaches the little kids how to do stuff. I was a super Barney kid when I was little. Oh my God. I liked it as well. I know. I For a long time, I thought Barney was real. Like he was like a big real <laughs> dinosaur and he lived out of school or something. Oh, Aww. I know. I loved him. I had the big, the big blue dinosaur, but she had a recurrent role as pop star Michaela on Disney show Hannah Montana in 2007. Oh, the ties, the ties are together. It's making a web. Mm-hmm. The web is sticky. Oh, and I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. No, I'm fine. Oh my god. Okay. You got in. <sighs> um, <laughs> um I feel like if you were a Disney Channel star like at that time, like in around like the same era, you just worked with each other. Like like how we were talking about earlier, where it's like, I think it was that's so sweet life of Hannah Montana. Right. Did we wait, did we say that on the episode or was that before? I can't remember
1: i think oh i can't remember we'll find out in post i feel like we did mention it but we're mentioning it now i agree i feel like everybody just knows everybody and works together in some aspect
0: right exactly like you know you were just of like a certain era of a certain age if you're combining these multiple shows then people who wouldn't watch one or the other will like get into it you watch the episode like that that's so sweet life of hannah montana had like crazy ratings because everyone who loved that would be like, Oh my God, it's this person. Oh my God, they're coming on. So, mm-hmm. and plus, you know, if how Selena Gomez worked on Hannah Montana, she already had her foot in the door for having her own show, which, you know, right. came, came later as Wizards of Waverly Place. So she played Michaela. Uh, she auditioned for several Disney Disney Channel pilot shows and later auditioned for Wizards of Waverly Place and landed the lead role of Alex Russo, which mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll cover later. I might mention it again but um joe jonas auditioned for the role of justin on wizards wait, oh the wait. older brother yeah the older brother oh joe jonas did not get it unfortunately very sad uh, you know david henry got it and david henry was really fun being like this sort of like nerdy studious older brother still still loved it still watched the show but other than that other than being Alex Russo uh, she starred in several different films throughout the years uh, another Cinderella story princess protection program Ramona and Beezus and only murders in the building did you watch any of those
1: no I
0: I remember seeing stuff for princess protection program
1: me too I never watched it I've been meaning to watch only murders in the building on Hulu I've heard that it's so good Wait, is that new? It has, it's new yeah ah. it's like her and uh, not Steve, is it not steve carell the other steve with the white hair steve carell has gray hair is it steve carell i don't know not not michael scott the other steve what's his name there are many steves i don't know why you Ah, said the other steve anyways there's like two (laughs) there's a particular (laughs) steve that i'm thinking of anyways it's like her and some steve and then another steve but there are multiple really good multiple steves so many. many steves
0: oh my god yes but so yeah at least we know she's still she's still doing stuff obviously she has like a very prominent musical career but she's still like mm-hmm. doing acting and i think that's really cool so yeah like steve martin steve martin
1: oh steve oh martin from cheaper by the is. dozen yes 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 Oh, my God. Thank you. I was like picturing him. I'm like, yeah, I know he's a Steve. I, I don't know. know what
0: Steve I just, he is. I, I just, when you say Steve, I'm just like, we t- talked about crazy Steve. I, he's a psycho. We're talking <laughs> about him. Um, but so that's really cool. Like, So do you listen to, to her music like actively?
1: Um, I'm not like a huge super fan. I do love her makeup, though, but I do listen to some She's of her. She's always on point. Oh, my gosh. Always on point. But I do. I do like her, her music quite a bit.
0: Hmm. She has 53, just like about 53 and a half million monthly listeners on Spotify. Uh, she signed on Hollywood Records when she was 16 in 2008. Uh, she formed the pop rock band Selena Gomez and The Scene. Uh, band name was an ironic jab at people who called Selena a wannabe scene. Really?
1: I thought that was so fun.
0: A, mm-hmm. a wannabe scene. Like, what, what, what do you mean? Because I know you put that down.
1: Um. I guess like she people thought that she was like a quote, wanna be seen like a like a scene girl. Oh like, like a female. scene girl. Oh. like a scene girl, yeah. Like they said that she was like, Oh, she's trying to be seen, but she's not like, and well, so they like, took that
0: and colored hair and like her, Right. Her style. And they took
1: that and and put it in the name of the band, which I thought
0: was really cute. Oh my god, she's wearing a tank top over a t shirt and <clears throat> pants with a skirt which was very like in the style
1: <laughs> very 2008 <laughs>
0: oh my god I think it just reminds me of like I think it's like the red carpet or whatever like have you seen Britney Spears's outfits that she used to dress in to like to stuff like the iconic like where she wore the jean dress and the hat with JT and like uh-huh oh my god such a iconic it's a period piece now Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she has <laughs> really uh, she has three studio albums a kiss and tell in 2009 a year without rain in 2010 and when the sun goes down in 2000, 2011 she announced that she would be taking a break from music in 2012 the same year that wizards ended which probably kind of coincides with you know disney channel pushing her to do music and be a pop star so maybe that was mm-hmm. something like the end that influence
1: yeah i think that i think so
0: Oh, then she has studio albums, uh, her debut studio album, Come and Get It and Slow Down were two singles from her debut album in 2013. Revival in 2015. Oh, Kirsten He? Hey? Is that it?
1: I'm not sure. It's H-E with a little an ch- accent over the E.
0: Yeah, she uh, she called that one of the most influential pop albums of the late 2010s. Uh, number one in the U.S. Billboard 200, and within the first week of sales, uh, three singles Good for You, Same Old Love, and Hands to Myself. And then in 2010, no, 2010, 2020, uh, <laughs> is the album Rare with singles uh, Lose You to Love Me, Look at Her Now, Rare, which is the name of the album, and Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Jim, Jem, Jem. Jem Aswad, a Variety, described it as sophisticated, precisely written, and expertly produced music. People have a lot of good things to say about Selena.
1: Yeah, her Selena. music is very good.
0: And then her EP, uh, Revelacion.
1: Yes, that's her, her most recent one, I believe. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Ooh, sick. Uh, it was nominated for Best Latin Pop Album at the 64th Grammys recently.
0: Uh, oh, very I don't nice. think she
1: won, unfortunately, but it was nominated. So still I thought that was interesting.
0: still nominated. Yeah. Compilation albums for you in 2014 and Love You Like a Love Song. Love you like a love song, baby. baby. Uh, Come and Get It and more in 2021. 35 singles, 7 as a featured artist, and 4 promotional singles. 4 EPs with over 506 nominations and 207 wins, including MTV Video Music Award for Come and Get It, Billboard's Women's of the Year, and an AMA for a favorite POC, the pock pop slash rock <laughs> artist my brain's melting because you even talked about her makeup earlier
1: yeah no she's currently working on her makeup brand rare beauty um which i think it's really cute that she named her makeup brand the same as her last album um i'm currently looking at two of her blushes that i have her oh, makeup nice. line is so good and the thing i love about it is so I'm sure most of you probably know, but she was diagnosed with lupus in twenty fifteen. We even talked about that in our, in our seal episode. We did. And I believe I'm not I'm not sure which kind of lupus she has, but I think it was the one that's a little bit worse because we mentioned in that episode that she has had a kidney transplant. Oh, and she right. actually underwent chemotherapy in twenty fifteen.
0: Oh, she but, did. Oh no.
1: Yeah, she did. But I think she's doing a lot better now. I really but hope she is. Her me too when she created her makeup she wanted the packaging to be like super accessible Mm. so like from she said that from her lupus she doesn't have a lot of strength in her hands anymore so like the blush Listeners, I'm showing Jonathan the blush. Yeah. It has like this little thing on top yeah, that was like, like really easy. Oh,
0: it's like, okay, so it has like the little flat nub so that you can like really latch onto it and like open it.
1: Yeah, so it's like super accessible, like super friendly for people of all to use. So I just think that that's really sweet of her. Aww. Um, I do hope she's doing better with her lupus, but I don't, I haven't heard anything like you know, drastic about her, her kidney transplant or anything. So, yeah, uh, she's also currently starring in the Hulu original series, only murders in the building. As we mentioned, I believe either season two or season three is coming out soon.
0: Oh yeah. So definitely check that out. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh and you had you had mentioned the Wizards of Waverly Pod. Yes, I
0: did. Wizards of Waverly Pod, which she also stars in she's not a main host. So the main host of Wizards of Waverly Pod is Jennifer Stone. She played Harper Finkel, uh her best friend in the show. And then David DeLuise, who played her dad, Jerry Russo. Um and they what they do is they rewatch uh the Disney Channel series like for the first time in years, and like they talk about Aww. it, like they watch specific episodes. Yeah. Um and it's the you know it's basically them talking about it like behind the scenes moment um, and it features interviews with the show's cast and crew and Selena is notably in episode 22 so if you really like Wizards of Waverly Place, check out Wizards of Waverly Pod. And it's just, it's such like a good blast of nostalgia where these two people who were like in a lot of it, like they were like prominently featured, they they talk about it and they talk about the memories they have and stuff that they did on set. And it's really, really fun. It's a it's really, really, I, I honestly like that show. I've, I, I'm not caught up yet. I think I'm on episode like 14, but it's so fun. It's such a fun uh, podcast.
1: That's so fun. I, I'll have to listen to it, even though I've never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. Sam, what? I'm sorry, I didn't. I was not a Disney Channel girly. We've, we've discussed Oh, right, this. we talked about that. Yeah. I mean, I think the show is funny and it's very well done, but I was not a <laughs> Wizards of Waverly girly.
0: I So th- th- with, the, with this episode, since it's more like Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and Selena's the first on our uh, episode of Disney Channel Stars, I'd like to give a special dedication to my cousin, Nicole who was like one of if not my best friend growing up when like I was Aww. a kid because I moved around Hi a Nicole. lot. Hi Nicole, I love you. She works at Disney now. Oh, that's yeah, so she fun. works at the Disney company which I think is super fun. So I like see some of her updates sometimes. I lurk, but it's fine. But yeah, like when we were growing up, I would because I'd move around a lot, I didn't have a lot of friends. So I ever like a lot of weekends I, like when she would come over or something like that I'd be like Hey, do you want to sleep over to the Point eventually where her parents would just pack a bag because they knew that I would ask and we would watch I've watched all of the high school musical movies. I've watched Wizards of Waverly plays I've watched Camp Rock like all of those and so the reason why I got into them was because of her So special, special dedication. Love you, Nicole.
1: Thanks, Nicole.
0: (laughs) But uh, speaking of Camp Rock, we're getting into Demi. Demi Lovato.
1: Demi Lovato. Uh, So before we talk about Demi, I just want to say that I took a look on their Instagram Mm. when I was prepping for the episode, I looked at their Instagram for their pronouns because I know that they've changed their pronouns a bit right. here and there. And
0: we, we specifically weren't sure. So we wanted to, you know, make sure that we got it right.
1: Right. So according to their Instagram, it says they go by they, them, and she, her pronouns.
0: So are they interchangeable or just sort of either way or?
1: I I believe since both of are on their Profile that I would imagine that they're interchangeable, but for consistency's sake, I'm just gonna say they them. Yeah,
0: that makes because,
1: sense. Yeah, so so just that's just you know throwing that little note out there. But so Demi began their acting career on the children's show Barney and Friends alongside uh-huh. Selena in 2002, which is so fun. No way connections. Yeah. It's, all, it's all together. It all it all makes sense. Exactly. And they also start in the Disney Channel movie series Camp Rock, as we talked about Love in the Camp Disney Rock. Channel show. Sunny with a Chance. Camp Rock is so good. I was a high school musical girly and I was a Camp Rock girly. Those I were like two of the Disney Channel things that I, I very much enjoyed uh their debut single alongside joe jonas this is real
0: this, this is me, me. I'm, I'm exactly where, where i'm supposed, supposed to, to be, be now
1: <laughs> that lag is there i love it i know
0: i know well if, if you sing i'll sing to you don't sing for me <laughs> we're gonna it's <we're, laughs> this, this gonna be this is gonna be correct we're gonna do this
1: yes yes <laughs> it is
0: <laughs> oh yeah totally but,
1: this is me peaked at number nine on the Billboard's Hot 100 the year it came out.
0: Let's oh, um, say so, so, I, I put this in because I love Camp Rock, and it just reminds me of the um, like, do you remember from Camp Rock two, like where they are like marching in, where they're like Camp Rock, and then you know the yeah, well, they're like doing like the, doing the clapping thing, yeah, Camp Rock. Rock, Rock, and then you have like the Joe Bros in the back like with a guitar, and they're like ha ha yeah Camp Rock, I love that, <laughs> oh my god, um, and then like the do you remember from Camp Rock one where. You know they're demi's trying to hide the fact that uh that her character's mom is like the the the, the chef and that's and that's how they got in where mm-hmm. they got the discount and then oh yes i think they were trying to hide their identity from allison stone's character where, where where they they throw the flower on on their face and like come up from underneath the counter oh
1: oh my god yes
0: ah uh, so there's so many funny moments like i linked a i linked a video for sam to check out of literally just camp rock cringe compilation it's so it was funny. really good it's I so cackled. funny I, I love that movie not even just like for nostalgia and whatever but just because it's moments like that
1: it's funny i actually think camp rock 2 is better than the first one it is it's, oh, thank you. Well, cause it, I thought I was going to get hate for that.
0: No, Camp Rock Two <laughs> is obviously the better of of the of the two. It's it's really great, but because you know it avoids a lot of that setup. Like you already know the characters, so you focus on the plot more. You're not trying to like build the relationships and the music you know. is better, in my it, opinion. Oh my god, Camp Rock Two! And it's funny, my my cousin Nicole. I was I was talking to her about it, and like we were we even agreed that like Camp Rock Two is is the better of of the movies. So. Set to mm-hmm. throw that in the universe. We got a general consensus yeah. going.
1: <laughs> but so-, so Demi signed with Hollywood Records in two thousand eight. Oh. And they have 27,209,676 monthly listeners on Spotify and quite a few albums. They have Don't Forget, which is their debut in 2008. Here We Go Again in 2009. And Demi described it as an acoustic style similar to that of John Mayer. Oh, I like John Mayer. Uh. Yeah, me too. Well, not anymore. I like his music, but do not we, him as
0: a. Oh, do we not like John Mayer?
1: Oh, it's because he was an an asshole to Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I, she wrote I don't know. she wrote um dear John about him.
0: Dear John Mayer. Yeah. Okay. See, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't keep up with like her personal life. I just listen to her music.
1: <laughs> that's fair i do keep up with her personal life because i'm insane
0: <laughs> <laughs> super fan you're a super fan correction
1: i am a super fan
0: yeah but the little um, asterisk footnote of sam is cracked
1: Yeah. am i am so cracked <laughs> their third album unbroken in 2011 was an album that experimented with r b and featured less pop rock than their first two albums and was lyrically more mature than previous albums and Two of the singles off of this album were "Skyscraper," which was like super popular, and "Give Your Heart a Break," which I sang for break, my a uh, cappella audition. You did eighth grade, uh-huh. uh huh. I got into to which pitch? Oh, I see,
0: we, another another which pitch point?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: There you go. This song's just that good.
1: I know, right? Got me into my a cappella group. Then they released Demi in 2013, which is a combo of synth pop and bubble cum pop. And some of the singles include Heart Attack, Made in the USA, Neon Lights, and Oh, uh, 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 I really don't care. Oh, I know that one. That one's so good. I actually love Demi's music. Like, Demi is someone that I consistently listen to.
0: Okay, dope. Because yeah. they're
1: just so
0: good. I feel like I only know their hits
1: okay yeah like, their hits are really good though
0: oh no totally like i i, I really like it so but yeah I, I don't know like i i haven't i haven't actively sought out their music outside of the movies that they've done
1: mm, that's fair that's fair but they also started a new quote artist-centric record label called Safe House records with nick jonas and then manager phil mcintyre and it was through this record label that they released their fifth studio album Confident from 2015, which has singles as "Cool for the Summer," "Confident," and "Stone Cold." Um, and, and
0: oh, I was just gonna say also is that apparently for for the longest time, I don't think anymore, but for a really long time, um, Demi was was like best friends, you know, hashtag friendship goals with Nick Jonas.
1: Yes, yes, that's true. And I, it's funny because demi and joe dated for a while they did they dated for i think i don't
0: remember if it was in joe's words or what but it was effectively like three months like three or four months because they were so close on camp rock so a a lot of people naturally shipped them together like you know there's the iconic scene of them in in the kayak like doing us doing like a circle in the water so Mm -hmm. i think It was because of that and how close they they had to be for those roles is they kind of like gravitated towards each other but it it didn't last very long
1: oh okay i was under the impression that they dated for a few years but Mm. maybe that's just like okay oh that's cute though Mm -hmm. but confident was nominated for best pop vocal at the 59th grammys nice in 2015. And then they released Tell Me You Love Me in 2017. And then they signed with new manager, Scooter Braun. Boo! boo, Scooter Braun! Boo, boo, in 2019. And it was under scooter that they released their next album dancing with the devil the art of starting over in 2021 and that was after their uh overdose i believe
0: yes and that that was uh, i remember i remember seeing uh nick jonas do a post about it like you know we need to give them our support hashtag i think it was like pray for demi mm-hmm. yeah i, I
1: remember
0: yeah. that
1: i remember hearing about it in the news and i was like oh my god yeah, like, is wh- demi Lovato okay like i thought i was like i thought they were gonna pass
0: away yeah like we had I, I I, had no idea like i remember hearing about it and be like whoa i never knew but I, apparently yeah that, that had been ongoing for a long time
1: but i believe they're doing better now which is good they recently released the album holy Fuck,"
0: spelled what with a v spelled with a v instead of a u it's a v <laughs> like the like yes kind of like the uh the movie the the witch but it's spelled with two v's like the Vitch. you don't know talk about with,
1: with, yes yes mm-hmm and that was released in 2022 that album is so good if you like the old school like rock and roll demi Holy fuck is such a good one to listen to. It's so good, it's so good. And then they're actually currently re-recording a bunch of their popular releases, like Heart Attack, Sorry Not Sorry, Cool for the Summer, as rock versions, and they're putting it into a compilation album called The Revamped, which is coming out in September. Oh, I'm so excited, so excited.
0: I'm saying, oh my God, for a different reason, because you know the song Cool for the Summer? Yeah. there's like a notorious oh my god there's like a notorious youtube video where a thing is called like it's <laughs> basically t- taking like demi's face and under the character poot lovato where it's it's called poot for the summer it's like a, it's just like a stupid meme uh like youtube song that pops up in my in my for you dash like every couple of years i'll watch it it'll melt my brain a little bit i'll lose a couple of cells but like i don't know why cool for the summit just like popped in
1: oh that's fun i've never heard of that
0: yeah i'll send it i'll send it to you it's just it's just a stupid meme song that i love (laughs) (laughs) but yeah a lot a lot of good stuff with with Demi. i really i really hope they're doing better me too they seem to um but leading into someone uh who I could not get away from as a child was Miley Cyrus. I like Miley. I, mm-hmm. I like Miley now because you know Miley hosts the, the New Year's party like every year. I think last mm-hmm. year she did some songs with her godmother Dolly Parton, and that was that was really fun. But Miley Cyrus, like obviously, we all know Miley. Miley is Miley equals Hannah Montana. True, confirmed, <laughs> confirmed. The, the the rumor come out. Uh, her birth name was Destiny Hope. Uh, but in 2008 she legally changed her name to miley ray cyrus and you know like Hmm. there's her dad billy ray cyrus but she named she she took on the name uh ray cyrus because her middle name honors her grandfather which he was a democratic politician ronald ray cyrus who was from kentucky
1: oh interesting
0: yeah and so we know a little bit about miley's siblings like you know noah Mm -hmm. like do you her music's really good as well i have listened to a little bit of it because i remember seeing her at one of the new year's parties and being like oh my god hey i didn't even know that you were out there so i listened to it like seeing who is who's noah going out with i remember seeing her with her boyfriend Oh, um... You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I don't remember
1: his name, though.
0: Right. So, apparently, Miley has more siblings that are also in the music business. So, she has five siblings. And I think her dad has a child from a previous marriage, and so does her her mom. But all of her maternal siblings are established entertainers already. Trace is a vocalist and guitarist for the electric pop band Metro Station. Noah is an actress, and along with Brayson, they're models, they sing, and are songwriters. Brandy was formerly a musician for the indie rock band Frank and Daryl, Frank plus Daryl, And is a professional DJ Uh, so her early success as the face of the Disney channels billion-dollar franchise Hannah Montana played a really important role uh, shaping the 2000s teen pop culture earning her the honorific name teen Queen like teen Queen I guess so it was uh, put out in parade in 2009 entertainment tonight in 2013 also and we all know how big Hannah Montana got like my my little sister was obsessed with her she had a backpack pencil cases folders like hair stuff like a scrunchie Mm -hmm. and clips i had to listen to the hannah montana soundtrack so much like just the burner like you know what i'm talking about you get the the limo limo wow from Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh, so much. She was just it, it blew up. She got so big because of, because of the show, obviously. Mm. During the Best of Both Worlds tour, uh, tickets were literally sold out in minutes, and stadiums were completely filled, making it the highest-grossing concert tour for a new act in 2007 and 2008. So for two Holy years,
1: damn,
0: yeah, for two years, she was like the queen of of pop for at least for like the kids tweens and teens and love it yeah she has a lot of, of music out there there's the meet miley cyrus in 2007 breakout in 2008 can't be tamed 2010 bangers in 2013 she sort of like changed up her style for miley cyrus and her dead pets in 2015 and i think that's when she oh god i remember seeing a live performance of her with uh, what the, what the hell is that guy's name where he he was sort of like known for his striped suit i forget but younger now in 2017 plastic hearts in 2020 and endless summer vacation in 2023 so Miley just has a ton of music and Mm -hmm. obviously she's continuing to starting off with like her teen pop in her earlier career. She does pop now, but also her country roots sort of tie into her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus and her godmother, Dolly.
1: I know a lot of people that were obsessed with her as, as children, like Emma and Hannah were huge fans. Oh, they were? I didn't know that. I remember sleeping over their house once when I was younger and we watched the Hannah Montana movie. And I like hadn't seen any Hannah Montana before, so I was like completely like, who are all these characters?
0: Is that the one with the uh, with the song, uh, The Climb?
1: I think so, and it also has that. Um, oh, down throw, throw down. down. Thank you. I, I was back, gonna say pop lock the it floor.
0: Yeah, I know. She'll
1: fall in the diagonal.
0: Diagonal. Oh, it's catchy. I'm it sorry. Is. Even even myself, like I'll be like d- just dragging myself, like so so glum, but I'll still do like the in the ho. I'll still dance to it.
1: Throw down, yeah,
0: oh. love it so she's still she's still really involved with TV and music like she's obviously still putting music out but uh, on TV she served as a coach on The Voice in 2016 and 2017 Uh, she starred in the Rachel Jack and Ashley 2 episode from the Netflix series Black Mirror in 2019 and then like I said uh, she hosts Miley's New Year's Eve party um, ever ever since uh, 2001 but she also founded the nonprofit organization Happy Hippie Foundation in 2014 uh, which was supported by the web video series backyard sessions from 2012 all the way to to now Uh, and she also has an executive produced disney plus documentary concert special miley cyrus endless summer vacation which i'm not sure if it is out yet
1: Hmm. but still i really like her new album endless summer vacation oh you do yes it's very good
0: what sort of style is that? Is that like more country or more poppy?
1: I would say it's more poppy, but it's not like it's it's not the vibe that like can't be tamed or what's the other one? Bangers is. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like heavy pop. It's it's a little bit more like groovy and mellow, I guess. Have you heard Flowers? Oh, okay. By myself. By flowers. myself Flowers. Yeah, it's yeah. like the whole album is pretty much like that vibe
0: i like that song and like the quality of her voice is so nice like especially in that song she has such like a gritty like rough tone Mm -hmm. to her voice that is so appealing she also did another song which i can't remember what it is but it's i know it's a cover uh this is gonna, this is gonna this is gonna is it
1: um the, the gas Yes. Oh, that cover is literally so good. Literally oh so good. It
0: it it is really good, and like that's another one that really emphasizes like the gr- just gritty tones of her voice that I just I mm-hmm. live for. So she has she has an amazing voice. She also featured in uh, the song "Before the Storm" uh, from the Joe Bros album "Lines, Vines, and Trying Tones. Oh, it's
1: my favorite Jonas
0: Brothers album uh see i uh, i i really like uh it's about time mm. just specifically because it has the year 3000 I've been to the year 3 year 3000 did you know that that's not actually a jonas brothers original song what it isn't i it, it's literally the song the year 3000 is a cover of the song by the uk band busted no way seriously so i know the band plays with the jonas brothers now like they do the song together because the the jonas brothers version is more popular it's kind of like the song what is that song that bowling for soup does um like one of their one of the most popular ones Mm. bowling for soup 1985 yeah 1985 isn't actually a bowling for soup original it's actually by uh the band SR71. Oh. So but but theirs is just more popular. Everyone's listens to that one more. Yeah. So it's the same thing for the Jonas Brothers is that like they were just and plus Busted just embraced it where they're like, "Yeah, let's just do it together."
1: Oh, fun.
0: Oh yeah. But so like I said earlier, the Jonas Brothers, they were originally a band before they ever were on the Disney Channel cuz they, they had their own show. I think it's just I think it was just called Jonas. Mhm so in 2005 they recorded the song please be mine their first ever song put out and the the columbia records president steve greenberg heard the song and he decided to sign the brothers as a group and it was really funny because i listened to the interview of them and originally they were called they were they were supposed to be called sons of jonas or j3
1: Mm, i think i like jonas brothers the best
0: Way more. Well, and so that's what they thought, too. They they hated the, the name J3. So when they had their first concert and like their first stuff that they were doing themselves, they went out and said, hey, we're the Jonas Brothers. And it just got cemented. So, like the 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 the, the, you know studio couldn't take it back Mm. because they already went. Hey, we're the Jonas Brothers. So it was sort of like the like defiant act, being like, "We're not J Three. That name sucks."
1: Yeah, we're the Jonas Brothers.
0: Uh, They worked on their debut studio album, which was you know it's about time, and they toured throughout 2005 with artists like Jump Five, Kelly Clarkson, Jesse McCartney, the Backstreet Boys, and Click Five, among others. And they spent the latter portion of the year on tour with Allie and AJ and the cheetah girls,
1: oh, what a lineup.
0: I know. I know. Did, did you like the cheetah girls? Like, did you like any of those artists?
1: Um, I listened to a little bit of the cheetah girls, but I've never watched the movies or anything. Same thing with like Allie and AJ. Like I know they're most popular a potential breakup song. Yeah. I was a big Kelly Clarkson girly though. I still am a big Kelly Clarkson girly.
0: Doesn't Kelly Clarkson have a show?
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: I think i think we talked about that on the seal episode where seal like went on and talked and talked to kelly clarkson i think so they did like they sang together
1: oh but amazing
0: yeah so the jonas brothers have so it's about time from 2006 like the ones the big ones that they have on that album uh, is the year 3000 which is one of my favorite songs mm. that they do uh they have the self-titled album from 2007 called you know jonas brothers they have sos on there and here's an S.O.S. I want to say the ride of a and... live is true. <laughs> <laughs> so they have that. Uh, they have the 2008 album A Little Bit Longer, which it has Burning Up. I love that one also. Lines, Vines, and Trying Times, they have the song Fly With Me. So like the ones that I just named were the top listened to off of mm-hmm. those albums. Like that's like their, their biggest ones from that one. In 2011, the brothers took a hiatus to focus on their solo careers they hadn't broken up yet that's coming later which i don't know if you were but i know a lot of people were devastated by them splitting and apparently it was a really bad split Mm which we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But, you know, Joe released his debut album, Fast Life. Nick did a 2011 tour with his band, Nick Jonas and the Administration. And Kevin studied music production. Uh, they parted ways with Hollywood Records, who had been their label since February 2007. You know, they had been, they'd kind of been doing their own thing for a while, but... In October of 2013, the group canceled 23 tour dates between October uh, and December, citing a deep rift within the band uh, over creative differences, and later that month they officially confirmed their split.
1: <sighs> so sad.
0: I know. I know they they it did not go well. I remember Joe being very frustrated. Um, Nick even has some stuff out now like I remember seeing he has a documentary. I think it's a documentary basically saying that you know them working they probably shouldn't have worked together so early in their careers. Mm-hmm. Like and there were probably some unresolved like family issues that were kind of coupled with that and, and he talks a lot about about it in the documentary. But yeah, they I guess just some stuff had kind of been building for a long time
1: i can't even imagine like i feel like working with someone that closely for that long is one thing but having Mm -hmm. it be your immediate family members is like a whole nother rodeo that i can't even imagine like i love my brother to pieces but like if we had if we were working together every single day since we were like in elementary school i think i i don't know i think one of you would be be as close (laughs) as we are now exactly
0: exactly yeah there'd be there'd be there'd be no way which speaking of check out uh sam Dupuis on spotify with something saucy and then also Thank derek dupuy uh on spotify he has two albums out he's Does? also featured in the band sarah and the wild versatile which i still have that cd in my car
1: oh i love it i, I do know let's oh. it all the time i do too
0: But their rift would not be forever because in 2019, the Jonas Brothers come back together. They reunite more powerful than ever.
1: They hath returned.
0: They return the chosen Uh, with happiness begins in 2019. uh, Because of the single sucker off of the album, the Jonas Brothers also became the second group in history to have a song debut at number one after Aerosmith's I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, uh, and the first group in this century to achieve this. Oh, love it. I know, monumental. And I can only imagine, like, I remember seeing that the Jonas Brothers came back together after so long and after watching them on the Disney Channel, their commercials, like they did the baby bottle pop Mm -hmm. commercials and seeing them just on TV, seeing them reunite. It it was so cool because Mm -hmm. I saw, I remember Kevin had a TV show, like about him and his wife.
1: Oh, right. You remember um that? yes i used to watch it i can't remember what it was called it was like a reality show
0: exactly so about like you know their children or their child at the time and i i, I just thought it was interesting it was sort of like <laughs> as i'll say it again it's sort of like the kardashians or like real housewives of the jonas brothers
1: mm-hmm i remember it being very entertaining
0: oh totally uh in 2023 the brothers released their 6th studio album called The Album uh, in May of this of May of this year. Uh, they have two singles, uh, Waffle House and Wings, which are both food. I like It's a that.
1: very fun album.
0: Really resonates with me. Uh, I saw I think it was they were on the <laughs> They were on the James Corden show and they the stage was set up as if it was like their garage and they were dressed as themselves from the year 3000 music video. And they're like, Hey man. And they like did references like, Oh yeah. I just updated my, MySpace profile, blah, blah, blah. And it was really funny. so they like do that song, but update updated called uh, the year 2019. Oh my gosh. And Yeah. James Corden sings along with them. It's, it's really, really funny.
1: Oh, fun
0: yeah some some fun facts about them Uh, did you know that uh, the jonas brothers they basically were portrayed as singing cherubs in the
1: night at the museum battle of the
0: smithsonian
1: oh i didn't know that i don't remember that movie maybe i haven't seen it actually
0: i don't either i i remember the first one but not the second one i don't know just because it's hard to follow up such a cult classic true yeah but just the jonas brothers listening to any of their content it just it is just absolutely dripping with nostalgia it just it sends me back mm-hmm. like i don't know why because when i was listening to their music from before the episode it, i just picture myself like sitting at my dad's house like watching dylan and coles and sprouse doing the the danimals commercials oh my then, god do you remember that i saw a post on i think it was like Instagram or like no 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 it was it was on TikTok where this guy was like yeah I'm the kid who won the Danimals like thing to go meet the the cast of Sweet Life on Deck. What I always wondered who won. I know he's like I was the kid and he showed like Polaroid pictures of him with like with like everyone like with Mr Mosby's actor and um, who was London Tipton
1: Her Brenda Song.
0: Brenda Song. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Isn't Brenda Song married to
1: someone? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Okay. They have, I remember. they have babies together as well. They do? I believe they have either one or two kids now.
0: Oh, good for them.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, who's your favorite Joe, bro?
1: Joe. I had Joe. a big crush on him. I still do. Who am I kidding? But it's funny <laughs> because... I was one of those girlies growing up. I mean, since I was not a Disney Channel girly, I was not a Jonas Brothers girly growing up. Like, Courtney and Heather were, like, obsessed with the Jonas Brothers. And I'd go to their house, and they had posters all over the walls. And, like, them and Kayla would, like, put the Jonas Brothers on and just sing. And I was like, I'm 10, and I don't like the Jonas Brothers because I want to be different kind of girl. And then I was like, so against it. This happened with One Direction too.
0: I did the same thing with Justin Bieber. I I already said that where I'm like, I just went along. See, you were like very anti like all the girls love the Joe Bros, and you're like, No, I don't yeah. like them. Whereas and- I was going with the trend of being like, I don't like Justin Bieber because he sounds like a girl and he has such a high voice. <laughs> Brr. But his music was actually good. So
1: yeah no i was like i'm not like the other girlies i don't like the jonas brothers (laughs) and then heather gave me a burned cd of lines vines and trying times and i brought it home and i played it and i was like god damn it this is really good
0: (laughs) Shit, this is good i like this and then i
1: became like obsessed with them a little bit and then i had a crush on joe and then yeah well i mean you know
0: what 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 girl didn't in the early 2000s joe was the joe's the hot guy exactly he's the he's one of the front men yeah. i like nick nick is my favorite joe bro so i i don't know i just i think he's I've, I've seen some of his interviews i think he's really funny but then also <laughs> i still play it i still play it to this day We well, you know wizard 101 yeah have you ever played it no. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I've I played it since I was like in middle school, but it just because I, I still think it's fun. Um, but if you go to Grizzleheim, it was sort of like a promo, and he's still there. You can like you once you go come off of the Rainbow Bridge and you look to the left. There's sort of like this like little pit area, and Nick Jonas is like he's like floating off of the ground. He's like a conductor and whatever. And mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm Nick Jonas, and blah blah blah. It was like four something, like. But I just remember every time I'd go into Grizzleheim and be like, hey, let's go see Nick Jonas. And I took a <laughs> screenshot with him and I'm like, oh my god, he's here. It's so, Nick Jonas. I just met him. Oh yes. Yeah, so I know him. No, not not to that extent. Jesus Christ. But still, I, I like I like Nick. So Yeah. I I literally added this in right before we we did the episode. Do you remember the Purity Rings? Mm-hmm. Like where they basically were like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna get with girls. We're not gonna, we we have to, we have a vow and they like, and you can see it in a a lot of their music videos. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. That didn't
0: uh, last for very long, did it? No, even in a, in a 2016 AMA on Reddit, Joe even said that he broke his purity vow with a girl named Ashley. And he even said, you can look it up. You'll, you'll, you'll know who it was, but he like tore apart the drummer of the band's room looking for a, uh rubber
1: oh. yeah yeah he he, oh, he was like my god
0: okay hey, be smart kids don't be silly true
1: willie
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god Incredible. But, uh, the, the jonas brothers are on tour right now uh their tour is called the tour uh just like their their most recent album is called the album mm-hmm. this, is, this is so creative so creative but they're on tour. Uh, if you're in the Boston area, like we are August 15th and 16th at TD garden and they're going mm-hmm. on to their, their whole tour goes until October
1: and then I'm going so- to Yankee stadium to see, going. I'm going in August. I'm so excited.
0: You go to so much live music. I'm honestly jealous.
1: Thank you. I'm sorry. I know I spend way too much money on live shows, but I literally love concerts, so I can't help myself. No, same, but it's like it's such an experience though. Like that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Like knowing I'll be breathing the same New York air as the Jonas brothers. Oh maybe
0: maybe there there's a there's a slim chance that maybe a breath that Joe Jonas exhales you can then breathe in.
1: (gasps) Oh yeah. Maybe more like eye contact, even though I probably am um, seats up in the nosebleeds.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He knows you're there. You know he knows you're there.
1: Yeah, for sure. The, song,
0: the songs are for you, of course they are.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> Isn't wait? Who is he married to? Isn't it um, Sansa from Game of Thrones?
1: Yeah. I also well, have a crush on her. I just have a crush on the whole family.
0: They're they're all they're just beautiful people. Yeah. Oh my god we had some other people that we wanted to cover obviously the episode is is one of our longer ones so we just it just sort of cut for time um but some of the people that we have were jamie lynn spears and you know her from zoe 101.
1: and zoe 102 which is apparently a movie that's coming out at the end of this month
0: yeah, this month on the twenty seventh, only one hundred and two. I don't know if I don't know anything about it really. Like I, I, lo- I looked it up a little bit. and I'm like, oh, that's cool. They like brought back a bunch of like the, the the same actors and everything. Like I think it's a continuation. I just remember seeing like a wedding. So I'm like, oh wow, are they getting married? Yeah, it doesn't look great, but yeah. Well, it's you know you know it's it's hard for lightning to strike twice. Right. Right.
1: Um somebody else that we had was Dove Cameron um from the Descendants movies which I've never seen but her current music slaps. It's oh, so really? good. Mm-hmm. Her song Boyfriends so good. Iconic. <laughs> Would recommend so you should listen.
0: You guys can't see what happened but Sam like threw her arms up and went, like ah oh, it's so good.
1: <laughs> as i do most of the episode whenever we talk about good music i'm like oh, ah yeah.
0: yeah we just we we just do we just like do the wave basically and like it's just, <laughs> it's a very short one so it's not exactly a wave it's more like a splash true oh yeah <laughs> but yeah the descendants is about like the disney villain children yeah yeah and then olivia rodrigo on bizarre vark Mmm. Another one that I didn't, I did not see Bizarre Vark, but I do know Olivia Rodrigo. I've I listened to some of her music. Like, what is that album where she has like the stickers all over her face?
1: Oh, um, Sour.
0: I think it's Sour. Sour,
1: yeah. yeah. Very good album.
0: Yeah, like what? So some of her music, like you said, Vampire is her newest sequel.
1: Mm-hmm. And Driver's License obviously is the most popular one. I would say.
0: Oh, yeah. And I even told you, I have like a very distinct memory from Mighty Joe, where I remember I was, I don't remember if I was walking to or from, like, either the beach or the compound or whatever. But I remember being at, like, walking by the compound, and a car full of girls, like our group girls, drove by, like belting windows fully down moonroof up like just belting olivia rodrigo songs and i just remember being so absolutely confused like oh my god like who hurt you guys jesus
1: (laughs) i think i was in that car (laughs) exactly
0: yeah it was like 10 30 at night well past quiet hours mind you
1: oopsies oh no
0: sorry and yeah you guys were just like screaming these olivia rodriguez songs and i'm like coming back from the bathroom like what the hell is happening (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: yeah but her album is really great
0: Oh totally, uh, Ali- uh, not Olivia. where we go. Haley Kioko Mm-hmm.
1: She what was, was she on, on. Um, she was on Lemonade Mouth, which is another Disney Channel original movie that is so good, extremely underrated. Ten mm. out of ten would recommend. But her new stuff is also really good. If you listen to her, like her current stuff, ah, oh, so
0: good. Uh, and then also uh, Hillary Duff. I love Hillary Duff. Like. I don't I didn't I don't think I listened to a lot of her music but the ones that like I saw that she was mostly on Cheaper by the Dozen she was mm-hmm. one of the she's one of the older sisters which I remember like seeing her in like the Mud Mask like you know like the the, the trope where the, you know the older like whatever as if like girl character she came out in the Mud Mask and being like ew blah to like all the little kids mm-hmm. She was also in Cadet Kelly which I really liked. She like went to boot camp, and then Agent Cody Banks.
1: Oh, that was a good movie.
0: Uh, yeah. she, I think she, as a little kid, she was also in like a Casper movie. I, I remember seeing. Hmm. But yeah, and then yeah.
1: Kiki Palmer. Kiki, I love Kiki Palmer. She's an icon. She's hilarious. I also like some of her music as well. She's like one song called "Thick" that is like such a bop it's so oh, good you just
0: rock to it
1: mm-hmm. and she was also on true jackson vp on nickelodeon show that show was really good as well
0: true jackson vp why does that why is that like sticking out in my brain so much like true jackson vp i don't i don't remember i, I vaguely remember that
1: it was like kiki palmer's character true true jackson she was like oh. she got a job at this fashion Place as like the the vice president or whatever, and she was like super young, and everybody was like, "You can't do it because you're young," and she was like,
0: "Watch me." Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm like I'm like I'm looking at it literally right here. I guess Justin Bieber was also on an episode.
1: Oh my god! Why <laughs> like am I not full,
0: surprised? Full swoop out hair, like his like I think it was like the um, what is that album that he does that has like one less lonely girl on it? Like that era, my world.
1: Oh my world, yeah
0: yeah, my world and my world two point. yeah, I know the music, sue me. But yeah, so <laughs> like I, I I vaguely remember that show. But uh, say that is that is all for for our, for our Nickelodeon and Disney Channel stars for today.
1: Yeah, thank you guys for listening. This was so fun.
0: Oh yeah, one of our longer episodes. We had a, we had a lot of ground to cover mm-hmm. in, in in this one, so hopefully you learned something. Uh, any of these shows, any of these movies, go check them out. Go watch them. T- watch Camp Rock 2 Tell me if you loved it. And you have to. There is a right answer.
1: Yes, and the best song on that album is, in fact, "Wouldn't Change a Thing" with Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas. Change oh, my, my mind? Gosh. You can't. You cannot change. <laughs> oh, that was good. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Was-
0: <laughs> oh my god. So, again, thank you for joining us on Beso Profundo. You can check us out on Twitter, Beso Profundo underscore,
1: and Instagram at Basso Profundo Podcast.
0: And I am Jonathan.
1: And I am Sam.
0: And thank you for joining us. Thank you. Goodbye. See ya. Later.